Hey guys, welcome to the Follow Me Show. You are here with your hosts, Drew and Didi of Follow Me Realty. And in this podcast, if you are just now joining us, we discuss all of the ins and outs, tips and tricks, do's and don'ts of the modern realtor. All of the above. Yeah. And so, if guys, if you haven't, again, seen us or, or heard us before, please be sure to subscribe for updates and notifications on the new shows that will be coming out. And follow us on Twitter, which is follow me real T without the Y at the end, just follow me real T. And Instagram, it's follow me real dot me. And our website is actually the same as our Instagram handle, which would be follow me real dot me. Yep. Check us out. Like, subscribe, comment, leave us hearts and hugs and kisses. Stalk us. We love yeah. it. That's why we're called Follow Me Realty. And so today we are going to talk about on episode 11 of the Follow Me Show. So we hit 11 already. All right. High five. All right. Episode 11 of the Follow Me Show. Today we're going to talk about... Cold calling. Yes. Straight up. <laughs> and all there is, the ins and outs of cold calling, what you should expect. And why it's so important and effective. Yes. You're going to see a lot of people, if you're on LinkedIn, you'll see articles and things like that that'll say, oh, cold calling is dead, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, yeah, probably because you haven't closed any deals on them. Cold calling is dead because so many people are afraid to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they claim they claim the death of it because they're terrified to do it. Rightfully so. I understand. I actually wrote an art, an article on this. It's called "You're Good Enough to Cold Call." Yeah. So you can actually probably just Google that. "You're Good Enough to Cold Call," and, and it'll you'll pop find up. it, or you'll see yeah. it on our website. So basically, I discussed, you know, why why I don't cold call, or why I didn't cold call at times when I knew it was the right thing to do, mm-hmm. and basically how to get confidence um, from cold calling, which is pretty much affirmations, positive mindset. I mean, shit. I I'll be honest with you. I hate it. Yeah. So I really have to psych myself psych myself up to do it. But anyway, we're here to discuss why you need to do it. And um, and then some things that will help you along and, the way. Yeah. Because there are some things that will help you uh, with your confidence with cold calling. And it's really simple things, guys. I mean, some little known facts about price points and who to cold call. And we're talking about expired and for sale by owner listings specifically. Yes. Well, I can tell you from my personal experience when it comes to for sale by owner, typically that already screams something very important. It's a, it's a red flag as soon as you see a for sale by owner for this reason because a for sale by owner already wants to and also too guys Didi's looking real nice today <laughs> she's looking really nice thank you so much for that you're full of shit <laughs> okay so for sale by owner listings what they want to do the reason typically that they are a fisbo if they're not already a licensed realtor is because they're trying to save a buck yeah. And so that right there already says that they want, if they did even consider working with you, one of the first things out of their mouth, and I heard this so many times, is, well, would you discount your commission split to 5 even sometimes 4%? And I was offended. I'm and like, you should no, be offended. I would never do that to you or to myself. What do you do in those situations when you call them and they're trying to save a buck? I did have some different things that I would tell them that they couldn't do necessarily on their own or had the time. So for instance, I called a few and said, listen, it wasn't a standard script that you would see on, you mentioned Tom Ferry or Mike, Mike Ferry. Yeah, whatever. Everybody Tom or Mike, uses Tom. the same kind of script. Sorry, a quick yeah. quick side note. 
So anyone who's listening, do me a favor, guys. Go ahead and put your house up for for sale by owner. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and put it up for for sale by owner. How do you list it for for sale by owner? You actually cannot do that without saying you're a licensed realtor. So guys, don't do this. But hypothetically speaking, let's no, say you did. No, do no, this. no. Put a let's sign say- in your lot. Put a visible sign in your in your or, yard, in your or yard. Put it on Zillow. Or or on Zillow. Yeah. And listen to all the realtors that call you. They're gonna say the they exact all, same script. This is what it's you're gonna hilarious. Hear. And we talked about this on the other podcast yeah. before, but this is what you're gonna hear. Yes. Um, so I've got a buyer who's really interested and I'd love to take a look and see your home. And so you say, okay, sure, blah, blah, blah. And they say, listen, I'm not trying to get your, your listing. I simply want to take a look for my buyer. Would you mind if I come over and, and pre and preview the home? And I've done this when I, I actually, the very, very, very first call I made as a sales agent because I was told to do this because I was reading a Mike Ferry script and I'm not dissing on Mike Ferry, but at the same time, I don't necessarily condone this way of going about it. Um, but it's the same pickup line to the same chick at the bar basically. every freaking time. And you know, the only way that's going to work is if it's a numbers game, you try to hit on like a hundred girls, same goes with the Fizbos. So basically you say that you get to the house and you say, okay, well, would you consider listing with me if I, if I brought you a buyer? So that's a, kind of the script that they, that they use or buyer's agents use and they're told to use it. Um, and they all say the same exact thing. And again, we know this because we know somebody who recently did a FISBO and he wasn't a realtor and he said, it was Oh my god. A friend of ours listed his house yeah. because they were they were thinking about selling their house in the future. And they all use the same the script. Same every script. one of them. And and so it's kinda it's kinda ridiculous. It goes something like this. Hey, uh, yeah, I have buyers that are looking to buy. Would you be willing to pay a commission check if I brought you a buyer? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So when are you trying to leave? Oh, okay, so you would be willing to pay a commission, and it's just like ah, I don't know. I feel but again, like, I feel like I'm trying to pick up some chick at a bar. It's weird. Yeah. So by the time that they get to the house, they're asking, okay, so you know, would you consider listing with me if I again like pressing the whole if I brought you a buyer? So it's kind of like that beat around the bush sort of thing that you're you're trying to do to get the listing. Um, and so guys, that's, you're full of shit and everybody says it. And that's why it really doesn't work. Not necessarily because it's like the worst grip, although it's really not the best, but everyone says that. So this is what I did to answer your question about Fizbo's when I called them. And again, they weren't really my favorite, but I would say basically what I said with the expired listing, I'd say, listen, here's the situation. My name is DeAndrea Pelletier. I'm the real, I am a real estate agent with wherever I was at the time. And I'm, and I tell them basically you're going to see that majority of agents and you might even be trying to do for sale by owner because you feel this way. The majority of agents take your listing, put it on the MLS and then they just sit on it. And you're wondering, well, what are you doing with it? The way that I work is vastly different because I can market your listing and have the presence to do that in a way that another agent doesn't. I have however much, much uh, thousand agents or, or connections on LinkedIn. I have, you know, all of these people that I will send blasts to every open house as a marketing opportunity. So I started to sell them on how well connected I was 
within the real estate industry and also worldwide because of my social media presence. And again, guys, this is why we talk about social media presence being so big because everything I was saying was true at the time and even now to say, well, I'm very well connected so I can put a bug in everyone's ear about your home long before anyone else can. And how much better does that sound when you go to somebody at FISBO and say, hey, listen, here's why I can sell your house better than the next guy. You know, everyone says they they have buyers. Yes, I'm working with some buyers, so what? Here's how I can sell your house better than, than the next guy. We, across all platforms, we have over 100,000 connections. Mm-hmm. I have connections in China, in India, in Spain. And Florida in Spain, has lots of international in buyers. Florida. I can market your house better than any other realtor out there. I, I, and I promise you that. Go ahead and look up other realtors. It, well, no. As a matter of fact, go ahead and Google me. And that's what I would say. Google the opera realtor. That's what you did say. Take a, that's exactly what I said to them. And that's where you want to start getting yourself, guys. So if you want it to be genuine and you really want to be able to market it, you tell them, I will market your listing the way I market myself. Yep. And I can tell you a lot of people were really like, wow, that's impressive when they started to research yeah. it. And then, and then you can say all this stuff. Say, listen, we work with a professional, a professional you know, landscaping team, a professional camera team. We'll really get it up nice. And, we, and, and also you... Uh, I had standards for the price points on that, though. That's true. That's true. That's true. But I'm, I'm just saying like, hey, we, we will really market your home well. Mm-hmm. I also have access to every single realtor in the state of Florida. And if you're with us, you have access to that. Not every broker will give you that, but we'll give you the list. Every single, this we'd say we have access to every single realtor in the state of Florida and we will blast your house to them. Hey, new listing coming up. Hey, open house. Hey, this. Hey, that. So mm-hmm. really, really you're selling them on your ability to market. So that's what you tell the Fizbos. And that's the thing, it's all about marketing. So it's not necessarily like, okay, so this is the process and we're gonna do X, Y, Z. You don't say, basically- like who gives a shit? You, it, basically you say what no other agent will or can say, which is the marketing aspect. I will market the shit out of your home. You will be amazed how many places you see it. So that's the difference that you make with cold calling. So. Really, guys, if you can say that and mean it and be confident in that, when it comes to picking up the phone and cold calling, the marketing aspect already is a huge confidence booster for yourself because... You're not full of shit. Exactly. So the next thing that's really going to help you when you start to cold call is, guys, knowing the price points that you work with, the higher you go, the easier the conversations are. And I know we've talked about this before. Hang on. Let me say that one more time. The higher the price point, the easier it is to call. The more receptive they will be to you. Yep. Why is that? Go ahead and break it down for me, Dee. Well, like we talked about when how to profile your buyers that you can find on episode five of the Follow Me Show. When it comes to higher price points, the thing is the majority of these people, number one, are they've already purchased homes before so they kind of understand the way that it works uh the way that real estate or that the transactions work and and also enough to be objective so if they have people 
calling and very, very few realtors call those price points. So that way you don't really have nearly as much competition. If you're calling those price points, they haven't had a hundred people call you today or Bingo. call them today. They're like, oh, thanks for calling me. You know, honestly, I think a lot of times the higher the price point, they're wondering, why well, I wonder how, why anyone, you know, no one has called yeah. me about well, this. Well, and this is why. The reason they don't call is because for, for whatever reason, there's a fear. Yeah, there's the a fear there. So points. a lot of realtors, they'll stay, you know, in that three middle class range. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh no, like, well, that's I don't easy. know if I, yeah. And that's but the exact opposite. Exactly, because what happens with the lower price points? Really, a lot of uh, a lot of homes that are like three hundred thousand and under. I would actually say maybe two fifty and under. Those price points, they have more of a and this is not to offend anyone. This is, it's just simple. Guys, it's very simple behavior analysis in being in real estate. Say what you will. Don't get butt hurt. It is what it is. But the majority of that price bracket, they're more emotionally attached and they have more of, more of a hustler mentality, meaning they want to get a lot for not as much. Well, and then let, listen, let's just look at it objectively as well. Maybe it's not even a hustler's mentality. The fact of the matter is, the higher the price point of the house, the more money you have, the less you're really worried about every single dollar. That's true. It's so, more objective. Exactly. So when you're, when you're coming down lower on the price points, a lot of these people, they, they don't necessarily have as much money as the higher bracket. So yeah, they... So they feel like they have more to lose. Yeah. So naturally, they are more concerned with it mm-hmm. and, and they're more you know emotionally involved. Right. And that happens a lot of times. And that's just the nature of the beast. Right. So pretty much what happens with uh, Fizbo's and, and all that jazz is the higher the higher the price point, the easier, or I'm not going to say easier, the more receptive they'll be to talking to you. Mm-hmm. And also to the higher the price point, these people, they don't seem to be as angry with life. <laughs> that's really true. So you're not getting a lot of anger. You're not getting as much backlash. It's like, guys, you know what's funny? It's like that really hot girl that gets so annoyed that everybody's talking to her. Like, oh my gosh, why do they keep calling? Why do they keep looking at me? And yet they're the ones that are wearing, you know, like, you know, the skimpy outfit. That's what lower price points remind me of sometimes. Because it's like, why do they keep coming after me? It's like, well, because you have a house to sell and there are a lot of people that know that they can sell in that price range if that analogy makes sense but it's like well no no not quite okay so you're talking about like the six the six the, the six girl that's yes, kind of she's that dressing makes better kind of she's kind of slutty or she's feeling herself yeah, one yeah. day nipples and she's hanging feeling, out wow really she's feeling herself one day she feels like she's really hot and she's not normally as hot because all of a sudden she has something more to offer i don't know a new outfit a new hairstyle a new makeup whatever it is and all of a sudden like oh my gosh everybody wants to sleep with me today yep. that's what the <laughs> lower price points are like yep and then the higher price points do that that sexy girl bang and ten that's like, really nice but goofy. but no one talks to them because they're too hot yeah and everyone assumes that they have tons of people chasing them they got a man and not only are they hot they're really smart yeah that's what the higher that, price points yeah are like. so yeah start with the higher price points believe it or not yeah. the higher price points are actually better and then also too there's less fucking competition basically people at the higher price points they don't get a hundred calls. Yeah. People at the lower price points, they're pissed off by the time you call them because oh, yeah. because they've had a hundred calls. 
So it's actually kind of funny. So if you're good with criticism and you don't mind people screaming at you, call the lower price points. And it's pretty funny. Something that Dan Pena said, and if you guys don't follow him, you should check him out on Twitter. Dan S. Pena is his Twitter yep. handle. He and, is. And uh, danpena.com. Oh, if my you're, goodness. If you are a realtor or entrepreneur. He's the man, our mentor. Yeah. So yeah. basically it's like this. He said in one of his uh, a video when he was talking about financing a deal, he said, listen, guys, it's really simple. If I ask 100 women to sleep with me downstairs of my hotel room, at least two are coming up. It's a numbers game, guys. And so the ratio is better, though, when you go higher, higher on the price points. So if it's a numbers game and it's better up top, start up top because no one's on it. Ask the 10s to sleep with you. Yeah. Ask them to sleep with you. Basically. All day long. Yeah. And the worst that can happen is a no. And to be honest with you guys, if you go in saying, hey, listen, I know that I'm providing value that no other agent can, especially if you're building an online presence. Guys, I can't stress this enough because realtors haven't actually caught on to this just yet. Some have. Some are smart. Some are seeing where it's headed as far as the online presence and they develop that. But most agents, especially because there have been a lot that are have been in the business for so long, they don't really necessarily want to adapt to change. So be the change now, because in a few years, this is kind of going to be old hat for the majority of agents coming into the business. Start developing your niche marketing strategy, your online presence, your celebrity, and your credibility now, because you are now going to be a cut above everyone else. And when you're calling people, it's not so much a script. It's just giving them information. It's really simple. You know, you have to know your shit about real estate. And when they try to blindside you with questions like, well, you know, this house over here sold for this much and I, but I need to get it for this much, but this is 25,000 more. Shut it down and say, guys, it's really simple. It's very simple. Can I do a CMA? Will the home appraise for what you're saying? Maybe, maybe not, or whatever it is, you know, tell them you're going to do what every other realtor would do as far as the proper protocol. But what is important is the marketing and no one and else you, can offer yeah, that. And preach that to them. So, so you keep let, bringing yeah, them back around to that. Bring it, say, listen, that's fine. You want to list your house for $25,000 more than the Show CMA? Show that it's worth it. Listen, it ain't worth it. But you know what? Let's go ahead and put it in the market. And the main thing is advertising 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 marketing marketing market you can list your house for any price but the reason it sells or doesn't sell isn't necessarily because of price you just it's gotta get yourself some attention and that includes the listings you get the listings attention you get yourself attention you talk about the homes the way you do like every time you sell a home you are selling yourself you have to be everywhere so if you have a listing you're just telling the clients i'm going to help you do basically the same thing i do with myself and the proof is in the pudding tell them to google you and of course guys we're talking about if you're actually following these strategies and you should be you have to in this day and age okay so basically within six basically within six months of marketing yourself if you follow our metrics mm -hmm which is you know a certain amount of follows a day, a certain amount of unfollows. A uh, certain amount of engagement. Engagement, VR, VR platform. Across all platforms, I'm not saying just one, you know, uh, between Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, Instagram. And Zillow. Possibly Pinterest. Uh, Zillow. Pinterest is good for backlinking, and we haven't talked about it a lot, yeah. but it is really good for backlinking it's for not, SEO yeah, purposes. It's not, yeah, but not anyway. Not for a brokerage, yeah. but for agents. So pretty much uh, within six months, you should have 
about 30,000 followers mm-hmm. within six months. Across um, all platforms? A- across all platforms. Because gotcha. you're not going to get 30,000 uh, within the first six months. I mean, maybe you will. Maybe something blows up. But I'm just saying average 30,000. And how good would that sound when you're calling these Fizbos and saying, listen, I'm connected to over 30,000 people. I can definitely market it, your house for you, better than 90% of the realtors out there. Sounds a lot better than, yeah, I have a buyer. Would you sell? Oh, That's very true. It does. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So next thing I want to talk to you about um, is the ones that, that I, I personally liked um, was, the, was the expired listings. A little bit, little bit um, different approach, but pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the same thing. I would say it's actually, it's a lot easier to talk to expired listings because like we talked about before, they've already listed with someone. It didn't work out for them. They're frustrated at this point and they want somebody who's going to do it. And when they initially talk to you, they might even say that like, you know, I'm, I heard a lot of people say, you know, actually I'm going to take a little bit of time off because it didn't sell. And I mean, if it didn't sell with them, I'm wondering why. And I start to ask them questions at that point. Once they say that, I actually love that because then what I say is, yeah, for sure. I can totally understand that. So if you don't mind me asking then, what was their online presence like? And they go, what do you mean? Well, how did they market it? Did they market here? And 10 times out of 10, not even nine times out of 10, 10 times out of 10, they're going, oh, they put it on Zillow and they put no, it on the MLS. they're going, I have no idea what you're talking about. They oh. didn't put it anywhere and except for the MLS. That's well, what yeah, they're saying. Exactly. Zillow and the MLS. They're That's not what... defending it. They're confused by the question. They're going, oh, well, it was on the MLS. Where do you put it? And I'm like, I'm so glad you asked. Did your house have a personal website? Exactly. Did it have personal Instagram and Twitter accounts where mm-hmm. it's an actual handle and it's tweeting and it's following realtors all over the state of Florida? Mm-hmm. No. Well, gee, I wonder why. How many open houses did they do? How much money did they put in the open house? Well, what do your pictures look well, like? Well, how? What do your pictures look like? Is a damn good question. How much? How was the staging? Um, and really pay attention to the answers that they give you too, because it also says how stubborn they are going to be with the listing because you know, it, it may have net, it may have been the agent. And honestly, if they're not marketing the house properly, then you can just pretty much talk it up to that because if they're not marketing, then you can outrule everything else first, you know, already. But if they're saying, well, I didn't want this and I didn't want that. You also have to see for yourself what kind of problems you may run into with this person. Well, I didn't like to do the open house because I have nosy neighbors. Well, good. You, you need you nosy want those neighbors. nosy neighbors. You don't. And Excellent. Is, you have nosy what, people around. This is Perfect. what drives me nuts about about when you talk to listings sometimes. And again, this typically happens with you know the lower price points. I'm not dissing on the lower price points, guys. I mean, I'm not. But it is what it is. They will say things like basically they like their privacy, and these is the these are the same kind of people that put their Instagram private. And no one's looking at their shit or their Facebook private. Listen, if you're a real estate agent, you want to be everywhere. And if you are listing your house, same, same principle. You want to be everywhere. You want everyone to know about it. I would even be a really good agent and buy about 250 business cards that you can get for like $12.95 on Vistaprint because you can get like 250 free business cards promoting that listing specifically and you give half to the seller and say hey give this to everyone you meet oh you're buying a house you're looking to buying a house here you go yep. get them a part of it they will fucking love yep. that and 
and it's pretty simple. The more attention the house gets, the better the chances are going to sell. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not rocket science, but people, I don't know, they tend to like overthink this shit. Mm-hmm. It's really massive amounts of fucking marketing. Yeah. But whatever. We're talking about cold calling. Well, no, so. but no, you brought up a really good point because with cold calling, the thing is even agents, they kind of chalk cold calling up to be something more than it is or like that, like there's some magic secret to it. And guys, really the magic secret is knowing your shit and knowing your shit in this situation means know how to market. And that's really like the key to everything when it comes to sales. You know how to market and the way to know how to market is to know, you know, like know the information. Like, so for instance, what I mean by that is when you get in front of people, you have to know what to say. So I'll give you a, for instance, um, I had a, I had a buyer that was asking me questions and she just really, it seemed like she wanted to test and see how much I knew. Well, what about this? And what about this? And what if the school zone isn't good? And where do I go for the school zones, et cetera, et cetera. And so I just, I was able to spew off information because I had done it so many times, but I also researched a lot on the best uh, website to look into greatschools.org for, you know, like you want to know what an area looks like, check out this website. So I was able to just spit information. The same is going to go for when you cold call, when they ask you questions, it's really just knowing what you're talking about, knowing your market and it not necessarily the price point, but knowing the area, just being able to touch on some things. So for instance, if I had a house in Avalon Park telling them, Hey, yeah, because I know I can sell this house better than anyone else because when we have that community event coming up next Sunday and we have the food truck event, I'm going to go out and talk to people. And they know that you know the area when you say things like that because you are in the know. That's about niching down. So knowing who you're talking to, where you're working with, whatever it is, know your shit, and then go out and promote that shit everywhere else. Boom. You said it perfectly fine. You said it excellent. (laughs) So that's... That's it. I mean, really, when it comes to cold calling, guys, it's all about marketing and it's about knowing what you're talking about. I mean, the more you know and the more you do it, the easier it gets. And That's then, where your confidence listen, is going to come and the, from. And, and exactly. And the basic script is this. Hello, Mr. Buyer or Mr. Slash Mrs. Seller for all of you that are getting offended out there. Um, wow. Sorry. <laughs> PC, right? So... I'm editing that. No, you're not. Yes, you're I leaving am. that on. No, I, I don't want to listen to this. You're she's not. not she's not editing this, guys, because right. I said that for a reason. Okay. So check it out. So Mr. Slash Mrs. Buyer. Hi, I see you. Ha- I see you have your home for sale. Um, I would love to have the opportunity to market your home and sell it for you. And they're gonna say yes. Or they're going to say, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. If they say yes, then you're in. Then you say, great. Thank you so much. So listen, I see it's a, you know, two, two, three, three, whatever. Um, it didn't sell. It was, a, it was, it was on the market for 90 days. Um, could you please tell me a little bit why you think it didn't sell? You know, they'll say, oh, you know, my agent or blah, blah, blah. Say, okay. And then, then you're going to spill of, well, listen, I'm connected to over 30, 40, whatever, 50,000 people. Um, across all platforms I really have the ability to market your house and really promote your house more than 90% of realtors out there mm-hmm. and they'll be like okay that's cool whatever 
And then, you know, you, you go more into the questions uh, that Diddy was alluding to earlier. Could you go ahead and... Actually, no, what I was going to say, if they then say go fuck yourself on the other end of that, then you can take that opportunity to practice for the next people because you know you've already lost. So that's fine. So there's nothing to lose further except to say, okay, so let me ask you this. Now, they might hang up on you at this point, but if they don't and they just keep on talking, which that has happened so many times to me, I would say, really? go fuck myself okay or no whatever it is they say okay. and say okay Sounds like let a me, good time. well let me ask you a question what is it about and I, I i try to be as transparent as possible if you try to just level with them like okay for real though what is the issue with it sounds like you have an issue with agents like what happened with your last agent where and you joke it you know you just kind of like you get playful what happened with your last agent where you're that upset at realtors and some people actually told me you know what pissed me off blah 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 and this and that and honestly, I don't want to work with angry uh, sellers. So if I can't convert them to be happy by the end of the call, I won't work with them anyway. But most of the time they start to ease up and they're like, okay, well, I'm just having a conversation at this point. And I even say, listen, I already know that I didn't get the sale. But if you don't mind me asking just for me to know, what do you think your agent could have done better? Uh, what would you like to see out of an agent? And just try to keep a dialogue. But again, you know, if they decide they just don't want to talk, you let it at that. But if they say yes, and we you know we go through the little spill, what would you say? Well, you already said it. I mean, it's really basic. Like, listen, this is what I can do that no other agent can do. And if you want to test me or see if that's actually the truth, Google me. And again, I wouldn't tell them Google D'Andrea Pelletier because most people say, how the fuck do you spell that? I would say Google me, the opera realtor. And that's why I had a brand because my name wasn't easy to find. Yeah, that's true. Most people wouldn't the spell it. The opera realtor. Right. I would say Google actually, the opera Actually, I Googled realtor. that the other day. It's still... It still has stuff Yeah, up, I'm like, go away. Which is so weird because I actually <laughs> really don't want it up anymore. I know. I'm a little bit embarrassed by the opera realtor being up only because it's not like full force. And so there's like remnants of it. But basically, I would say just Google me, the opera realtor. And at that point, you found everything from Zillow to Instagram to Twitter. And I've changed all the names now, but like it was everything. Okay. So let's do a quick. Um... No, I'm not doing role play. Let's do. Come on. I'm not doing role this play. Is a great... We have to touch on something else really quick. That then I, we'll do the role that... play. <laughs> We'll do some other kind of role play, but we're not doing that kind of oh, role play. So the next thing. She means thing, cards, guys. Wow. Okay. So the next thing actually I wanted to touch on is probably one of the first things to remember. Before you start to cold call, you said it just a little bit in the beginning. So I wanted to go back. Before you cold call, there are some things that you can say, that you can do to remind yourself, guys, these are just people. They're people like me and they're people like you. And there's no there's no kind of power that they have that should make you feel less than you are. I say this, and yes, it's easier said than done. You might even listen to this podcast right before you call and you're like, okay, I can do this. I'm amped. But when you get on the phone, you know, you start to feel like, oh my gosh, what if I lose my words? Fuck it. Lose your words. The more you do it, and you're going to be so amazed within like the third or fourth call. As soon as you get somebody on the phone that's nice, you feel on top of the world. Don't stop there though. So you, you have to start by saying, I am good enough to cold call. I can fucking, you know, I, I can do this. This is no problem at all. I'm very good at what I do. You say positive affirmations. Say it in the mirror. Write it on the mirror and say it too. All of those things. 
The more you're saying these confidence boosters out loud and these affirmations, the easier it's going to be to pick up the phone and really just start calling. And another thing, what I used to listen to, and I'm sure a lot of you sales agents have heard this before, but I used to listen to the motivational speech by um, Leonardo DiCaprio played Jordan Belfort and the Wolf of Wall Street. And he gives them this pumped up motivational speech saying, you know, I want you to be killers out there. Like, you're not going to get off the phone. And is your girlfriend? Oh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Does your girlfriend think you're worthless? (laughs) Fucking loser. Good. Pick Pick up up the the phone phone and start dialing. dialing. Yeah. So like, think about that. You turn it into something positive. Oh, you can't pay your bills this month. All right. We'll go pick up the phone. Pick up the phone and start dialing. You don't need to pay for Zillow lead generation guys to make some money. You just go out there and start talking to people. So that could be cold calling. Yes, you should use Zillow when you can. But that, you know, that could be, that could mean cold calling, door knocking, just talking to people, being social. Go to your bank and say, is anybody looking to buy? Whatever it is. But cold calling is the fastest way to get through as many people as possible and say, hey, listen, I can do what no one else can do. And the more you can truly mean it, the easier the calls become. Yep. It's such a breeze. So let's let's do a role play. We're not role playing. Why? Because I don't want to role play. All right, fine. All right, I'm, I'm the buyer. No, I'm the seller. You're the seller? You're the agent. Okay, I'm still the opera realtor then. Sure. All right. All right. So this is kind of how it sounds, guys. All right. Thank you, because this is good shit. Yeah, okay. it is important. Okay. I've been drinking, but that's fine. It'll be easier. Edit that out. Okay. I'm joking. I'm not editing that. Okay. All right. Ring, ring, ring. Still ring, ring, ring. <laughs> you serious yeah, right yeah. now? Hello. Hey, is this Drew Pelletier? Uh, yeah. Hi, Drew. My name is DeAndrea Pelletier, and I am the, a real estate agent with Follow Me Realty. We saw that your house had just recently expired, and I would love an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Okay, what's up? Oh, I see. So you've talked to a few agents already, huh? Yeah. You know, I had, you know I'm, I'm out here. I'm trying to water my garden. Um, I, got, I guess I got 10 minutes to talk, but yeah. You know, I, I, had, I had like 10 people call me, but, yeah. you know... I got to water my garden because, you know, I didn't have a good carb appeal. And, you know, the last agent is... Is that what they told you? Well, that's what I'm guessing because, I mean, it didn't sell. And, you know, we even dropped the price from from 425 to to 419. And then even one more time to 405. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, we, we... we got an offer for three ninety five, but I know this is worth way more. But what? I got you. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but okay, I have five minutes. So what's your name again? My name is Dee Dee. Who are you and with? I am with Follow Me Realty, and okay. thank you so much for taking my call because I know how frustrating it must be having people call back to back to back and basically say the same thing over and over. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this: You said that you had to pri- drop the price a few times. Yeah, I did. Where, if you don't mind me asking, where did your listing agent promote the home what do you mean well i understand obviously it was on the mls right but where else did you ever see your home promoted well i mean you know like okay so it was she did the zillow right so uh, zillow and mls okay and um i mean where else do you promote the home i mean that's that's kind of what they did yeah no, that's that's interesting that you ask that, and we get that a lot. A lot of times, that's typically where agents start and stop. 
And so that's why I asked you because the majority of agents, when they call you saying, why well, I can list your home, all of them will put it on MLS and it naturally integrates into Zillow. It, it syndicates there. So that's kind of where they end. And then also, you know, if you're lucky, you'll get a for sale sign in your yard, right? Well, we do it very different at Follow Me Realty. So again, my name is DeAndrea. You can Google me as the Opera Realtor and you're going to see a wait, wait, lot the of what? the Opera Realtor. So basically, I'm an uh, opera singer. You sing opera? I do. Yes, okay. I do. So an opera singer by night and a realtor 24 hours a day is my catchphrase. That's the, cool. Yeah. The, well, the reason why I'm telling you this is because when I list a home, I'm able to use my phenomenal online presence for my listings and I'm able to reach well over 100,000 people every single day for your listing. So I have developed such a phenomenal social media presence so that way I can implement that into any listing that I have and still give you that same presence. So what do I mean by that? Okay. Basically, yeah, please elaborate. I'm on Twitter. Flowers. What? I'm, I gotta get back to one of my flowers. Oh, now. that's right. You know what? I'm gonna keep it short. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Zillow, and LinkedIn. And every day I'm promoting your listing and even before it's on the MLS saying, hey, there's a new listing coming out. And a pre-listing, especially in a hot market like this because it's a seller's market, it creates this buzz. It's, a, it's exclusive. Not a lot of people know about it. No other agent is doing this. Putting your listing on every platform that's relevant is crucial. So wait, what you're saying is you're gonna promote my listing on your social on your social media websites? That's right. So I'm gonna be promoting your listing basically the way I promote myself. And if you want to know what I'm talking about and you're like, what the hell is she talking about? Please Google me, the opera realtor. You're gonna find me everywhere. And everywhere you find oh, me you, I Googled you now. You came yeah. right, you came right up. Exactly. Is that you singing? That's me singing. And everywhere you're gonna see me, you're gonna see your listing the same way. And so Basically, we're able to promote you in a way that no other agent has the capacity to because they don't implement that social media presence the way that I do. And so I would love an opportunity to come over. Please research me, grill me, find me everywhere and see that it's true. But I would love to basically <sighs> do the same thing. When it comes to listings... You know, you look really good in that red dress. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Once you come on over, I'll have some pervert. wine... And we'll talk about the house. That sounds wonderful. I'll bring my I'll bring my body card as well. Okay, so basically, guys, that's how you do it when it comes to talking about marketing. It's so easy when it you're talking about your social media presence. Now, you might not be able to perfect this for a few months until you get your social media up. But start acting now. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be 30,000 either. I mean, yeah. even if you're saying, I'm connected to over 10,000 people, how does that sound? That sounds amazing. Yeah. I mean, really, in the thousands, I'm connected to over 3,000 people. And it's just going to grow and grow and grow and grow. I mean, I remember when I had like 5,000 followers on Twitter, and they were all legitimate followers, and everyone went in, in our family. They're like, how do you have so many followers? Are those bots? And we're like, no, those aren't bots. That's called massive action. And that's what And then they proceeded about. to diss us. <laughs> Basically. And so that's another podcast letter. Stay wow. away from people that don't want to see success. But no, but some people are really positive and they're like, wow, really surprised at the at the presence. So for those of you who don't know, we marketed the hell out of the opera realtor and it wasn't just me. And we've talked about this before. So 
when it came to social media presence, we had an advantage because it was two of us doing it back to back to back on every platform. So if you have a partner who is is able to help you with it, that's awesome. If not, you can, you know, have a marketing team or have it just be you. It may take a little bit longer, but that's okay. Well, and also too, there was a point in time where I had to, where I couldn't market for time reasons at one point in time. Yeah. So Didi was actually doing the marketing for about two months there and she did it just fine. Yeah. You know, and you, you wrote the blogs. You, yeah, exactly. Well, I wrote most of the blogs. So you did most of the tweets. No, but I'm just saying there was a time when I didn't do that. Yeah, I mean, you don't necessarily need a team behind you. you did it make you go a little faster? Sure. You don't need a team behind you. Should you have a, be- a team behind you? Absolutely. Yeah. But don't let that be your excuse not to take action. Yeah, no, I mean, you. the point is, guys, you might hear a lot of blogs or, or podcasts on cold calling and they, I'm pretty much going to guarantee you, they'll be vastly different from what we're saying. And there's a reason why we were so successful so quickly with real estate. And the only reason we don't sell anymore is because we said, wow, there are a lot of people who need this information that could benefit, you know, a lot from this. And so when it comes to cold calling, are affirmations essential and amazing? Absolutely. Uh, re- putting the right content into your brain all the time Huge. from audiobooks Huge. to working out to reading the, the right things. It, it starts long before you pick up the phone. If you're listening, okay, so if, if you watch the news a lot, it's just it's nothing but negativity. Yep. No, I mean, there's. When it, you does, wake it doesn't up, matter. Don't read yeah. the news. It doesn't matter what you are politically. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat. One party is talking shit about the other party. The building's always coming down. Somebody's Obama always. Obama did this. Yeah. Trump did this. Yeah. Hillary. It's all the same garbage mm-hmm. that they continue to feed to you. And then what what happens is you mentally start getting weighed down. Right. And, you know, you see, oh, you know, this person got shot. Oh, okay. So the thing is, like, it starts long before you pick up the phone, just like it starts long before, you know, you go to the showings. The most important part about cold calling and really anything you do as a real estate agent is understanding that your mind is probably one of the most is not probably your mind is the most essential tool you have as a sales agent from understanding how to work with people to network to just talk properly it's very important to make sure that what you're putting into your brain will also coincide with your sales tactics and that's from cold calling to door knocking to just networking with people everything you want to make sure that you don't let anything come between you and your goals. And that might mean family. That might mean old friends or old high school buddies that are like, oh, I never see you hang out with me anymore. It's like, yeah, well, I never see you, you know, that might making mean, money yeah, anymore. That might mean you're crackhead, buddy. <laughs> Gotta give up the crack. <laughs> Gotta, give, <laughs> Gotta give up the crack. So it's really simple. If you really want to do real estate and do it well, you have to know what's priority and it'll be priority just based on the actions that you take from the morning walks that you take that one of our agents take every morning and I think that's phenomenal and it's such a great way to start the day is to take a early morning walk to just having um, you know good positive things that you tell yourself every morning whatever it is and you know guys to be honest with you the more social that you are the easier it is to keep a positive mindset. I don't know if any of you guys have experienced this yet, but if you haven't, you will. 
The more you snap on Snapchat, not Instagram sorry, stories, guys. Sorry, that's I'm sorry. That's it's not the same. The more you snap on Snapchat. <laughs> the more you post on Twitter, the more pictures you take of yourself in the homes that you go to see on Instagram, and the more you share positive motivational content on LinkedIn and optimize your profile on Zillow, the happier you're going to be because all you're doing all day is finding positive things to promote. And yep. if you're only finding positive things to promote, then you are naturally going to be a positive, motivating fucking beast out there at sales. Yep. At the same time. So cold calling is it's just going to be a byproduct that you're going to be pretty good at it. So that's basically how you do it. That's a basic script. You're going to build your own script around your strengths. But, you know, it's very, very, very important to cold call, especially when you are a new agent. You don't have any money. Yeah. You have no money to promote. But guess what? You have all these free platforms. Mm -hmm. You have a telephone. And you've got your mindset. And you have your mind. Yeah. So that's, yeah. you know, the next thing you know, holy crap, how did uh, how did Don Juan get five listings? <laughs> Crazy. Because he's Don Juan. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, he's, he's different. He's special. He has a nice haircut. Guys, it's all about your mindset and it's all about what you put inside of your inside of your brain and it's about the you know you got to get yourself some attention as grant cardone would say so guys that is it thank you so much for joining us today we really hope that you enjoyed this and again if you really liked it please like share comment subscribe and we will see you on the next episode we out